This is the John Morris Show from the NCAA Basketball Tournament on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Baylor 82, Texas Tech 57. The Bears will not have to share this year's Big 12 title. It is all ours. The Bears win the 2021-22 Big 12 championship outright. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank of Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. It's about obviously we're in survive and advance mode. Um, We're in a new season with the goal to win six games, um, one at a time. Um, but as far as preparation, you know, we're, we're lucky to be at home. I mean, we're lucky to have a fairly normal routine other than I can promise you had we had control of the schedule today, we would not be practicing when our men are playing. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Six seconds to go. He'll pass it up the floor to Bonner, and that will do it. From Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, the Bears with a dominating first-round win over Norfolk State. Bears put on a display today, winning over the 16th-seeded Spartans. Final score, Baylor 85, Norfolk State 49. And, John, they beat a good team today. I mean, the Spartans, uh, like we've talked about all year, dominated the MEAC. Now, live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's the John Morris Show. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, welcome to John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon, March Madness edition of of the program, normally on at 3 o'clock. We'll have women's basketball. We'll be in the heart of March Madness come 3 o'clock this afternoon, so... We'll take it a lap around here from 1.30 to 2.30, leading right into the countdown to tip off with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm in the Farrell Center. Glad you're with us. John Morris, not Aaron Sexton, but Garrett Ross here for the uh, for the hour. And Garrett, uh, appreciate you making things work for us. I'm coming to you from the Baylor campus. Going to go right over to the Farrell Center as soon as we finish. But it has been an interesting uh, 24 hours, hasn't it? Uh, first full day of the NCAA tournament for the men yesterday. It's been a lot of fun, J-Mo, unless you're, you know, like me. And I know there's a ton of Americans out there like me who your bracket is completely shot <laughs> after day one. So other than that, yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, th- I saw something today. The headline kind of got my attention uh, that of all the companies or all the areas where you can do a bracket, uh, there were 192 remaining perfect brackets, 192 <laughs> out of literally millions of brackets that were done. Yeah, I mean, like for me, it was really Iowa and Kentucky. I had yeah. both of them in the final four, but Kentucky really did in most of the people across the country. And, I, you know, hats off to St. Peter's, tremendous effort from those guys. Uh, that's what you, you know. That's what March Madness is all about. But man, they uh, they really kind of hurt everybody. Yeah, big time. That was uh, last night as the 15th seed St. Peter's Peacocks 
knocked off the second seed Kentucky Wildcats. And that is in the East region. That is Baylor's region. So from a Baylor perspective, I was, uh, you know, I, it, here's what I told some of my friends, that I always pull for Kentucky. You know, I want mm-hmm. them to do well. But above and beyond that, I, if it affects Baylor, I want whatever happens, you know, to, to uh, uh, promote and help Baylor better. So Kentucky losing. Helps Baylor. Yeah, that's the number two seed in the same region. So, man, I was pulling for the Peacocks <laughs> last night. I don't blame you, man. That really does open things up. You know, Murray State, they're obviously one of the hottest teams in the country right now. That's You know, Baylor has the opportunity to meet up with them. Virginia Tech's hot if they can get past Texas. Uh, but, you know, right now, St. Mary's, UCLA, if Baylor can get a win tomorrow, that's who you're looking at. It definitely clears the path a little more for the Bears to go back and try to repeat. That's true. But right now, all focus on North Carolina, oh, yeah. number eight seed. That's Baylor's next opponent. Uh, you probably know by now the game has been set for an 11-10 a.m. tip-off tomorrow, 11-10 from Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. So up and early. It is the uh, – I tell you what, it's the first game of the day tomorrow, so it'll be the first game of the second round, and it's going to get the full CBS treatment. It is a CBS national game tomorrow at 11-10. What's that worth, you know, to get a full game nationwide on CBS? You can't beat that. I mean, Baylor has had so much positive exposure over the past few months that it's unreal. And this is just another opportunity to showcase everything great about the program, everything great about really the community of Waco in general and Baylor University. So it's really awesome. It's, It's great for the kids. It's great for everybody involved. And I'm excited to see them take advantage of the opportunity. We'll have the broadcast beginning at 10.30 tomorrow morning, 11.10 a.m. tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and uh, Matt Mosley will have the uh, pregame tailgate show tomorrow beginning at 9 a.m. live from Fort Worth. So uh, get up, have a cup of coffee, uh, do your normal walk the dogs on a Saturday morning, and keep it tuned right here to ESPN Central Texas beginning at 9 a.m. That'll take you right into the uh, network pregame and our game broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. Incidentally, if you're going up uh, tomorrow, uh, maybe you went yesterday, but uh, again, that... uh uh, Baylor Alumni Engagement Tailgate Show will take place at the uh, Museum of Natural History and Science. That is a really cool place there. Uh, Garrett, you might want to take your kids there sometime. But really, really nice, great location. It is uh, directly catty-corner to, um, to Dickey's Arena. So you can park, walk in there, and stay parked You know for the game. So really, really nice. Check that out on the web, baylor.edu. Uh, and register for that tomorrow morning. Um, they'll have the yell leaders there, spirit squad. They'll have the band come by, so it's a great way to start the day. Pat Nunley and I will kind of uh, share our, our uh, expansive knowledge about the game. Pat and I will speak to the crowd tomorrow morning, and we look forward to that. But really cool there if you, uh, if you want to – uh, really get the day started right. Come by that tailgate tomorrow, beginning at 9 a.m. at the uh, uh, history at the Museum for Natural History and Science, right there by Dickey's Arena. It's a really nice spot. It's a great location, and it's a great event tomorrow. Well done by Doug Furch 
and by uh, Paul uh, Thorpe and uh, the Office of Baylor Engagement. And, of course, right here, if you're not going up, keep it tuned right here on the air at 9 a.m. with the tailgate uh, lead-in to the game broadcast tomorrow here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, North Carolina, the opponent, they uh, just ran roughshod over Marquette last night. 95-63 to was the final score. When I think, uh, Garrett, when I think, North Carolina, and I think ACC, first guy that comes to mind for me is Wes Durham. Does the uh, ACC network, does a ton of games in the ACC, host uh, Packer and Durham uh, show on the ACC network and Sirius XM every morning. So I texted Wes this morning. I said, hey, what are you doing this afternoon? <laughs> he said, just watching games. I said, could we get you on for a few minutes? And he said, absolutely. So we'll have Wes Durham with us from the ACC network uh, and that'll be fun. He will have the absolute uh, inside scoop on Baylor's opponent, North Carolina, tomorrow. All right, that's the men's side of the tournament. The women uh, moving into high gear today, and that includes the Baylor women. The Baylor women, a number two seed. They'll take on Hawaii this afternoon. Uh, the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 2.30 this afternoon. And then television uh, tip-off at 3.00 and television on ESPN2 this afternoon for the Baylor women versus Hawaii this afternoon. Uh, Garrett, uh, I'm sure they'll talk about this on the broadcast, both radio and TV, but the Farrell Center is basically a spitting image of the Stan Sheriff Center. That's the home to Hawaii basketball. If you walk into the Stan Sheriff Center and look up, I mean, you would think you were in the Farrell Center. That's wild. So, yeah, it's really interesting, and uh, you wonder if that might help Hawaii. They may feel very comfortable coming in here. Uh, it was built by the same builders. Um, Baylor's is eight years older, or maybe six years older, and then they said, hey, we're just going to use these plans and build one in Hawaii. But uh, it's kind of eerie when you see games from the University of Hawaii how similar the uh, the two arenas really are. That's definitely something, you know, a factor. I think it kind of gets overlooked sometimes, but, you know, it, it is. And we see it a lot of times when you go into these bigger arenas, you, like Lucas Oil Stadium, when you have it up there, you know, your perception, your depth perception can get thrown off by the arena. So that is something to consider. And, I, you know, I think it's, you know, definitely something that could benefit them. But still, you're going to have to make those shots against this Baylor defense, right. J-Mo, and that's going to be tough. That's right. That's right. I mean, familiarity with the way it looks oh, can yeah. only carry you so far. Exactly. So, so uh, I think Baylor is raring to go. They're a number two seed. They're 27-6 and six on the year. Hawaii, uh, coached by Laura Beeman, is 20-9 and nine on the year. They do have the Big West Player of the Year in Amy Atwell. You'll hear her name quite a bit today. Um, and they're playing in their first NCAA tournament since 2016. Baylor is 2-1 and one all time against Hawaii in women's basketball. And it was funny, uh, earlier this week, Garrett, I don't know if you heard it, but we had our coaches show on Wednesday from Rudy's mm -hmm. Wednesday this week because of basketball on Thursday. And the entire Hawaii team came into Rudy's. Really? So, yeah, so they come to Waco, Texas. They want to find some good barbecue, and they did at Rudy's. But it was fun to have them there while we did our coaches show. One of their uh, student athletes asked a question, uh, you know, that we got on the air to uh, Coach Mike McGraw. So that was really fun to have them there. And they were really good sports about, you know, being in a, uh, you know, in the middle of a Baylor coaches show. But they were there front and center. So, 
Uh, that's the matchup this afternoon, 3 o'clock tip-off, Baylor and Hawaii. All right, uh, we're off and running a little bit earlier than normal, but we want to make room for the broadcast with Derek and Sophia a little bit later this afternoon. We'll visit with West Durham coming up in just a bit, talking ACC basketball specifically, North Carolina, Baylor's opponent tomorrow in the second round of the men's tournament. But right now, let's take a break, and when we come back, I want you to hear from Coach Nikki Collin, Baylor's first-year women's head coach, an outstanding season, Big 12 regular season championship for Coach Collin and the Bears. Let you hear from her when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon in the heart of March Madness. John Morris, Garrett Ross, we're brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5daystosow.com. So.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor and North Carolina State both had big games in round one and will face off with each other tomorrow in Fort Worth with an 11 a.m. tip-off. Our coverage will begin at 9 a.m. with game time live on ESPN Central Texas. Biggest upset of the day saw St. Peter's knock out Kentucky. Four more Big 12 teams in tournament play today, Tech, ECU, Texas, and Iowa State. Baylor women at home today in round one of the NCAA tournament with Hawaii. Baylor baseball starts a weekend series in Big 12 play with TCU at Baylor Ballpark tonight at 6.30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball also at home this weekend in a series with Mid-Nice State tonight at 6 on 101.3 FM. UMHB baseball has a home series with UT Dallas starting at 6 today. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show from the NCAA Basketball Tournament on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Now with the Bears on the road to the Final Four, Here's the voice of the Big 12 Conference champion Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show. A little earlier than normal, no Aaron Sexton for this hour. Garrett Ross manning the controls in the studios of ESPN Central Texas. Got women's basketball on the air this afternoon. First round game for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women against the University of Hawaii on the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3, right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is uh, one of two games, in fact, the second of two games in the regional ESPN here in Central. Waco. First, of, uh, first two rounds that uh, will be played here in Waco. The first game is going on right now. That is 10th seed South Dakota and 7th seed Ole Miss. The game's on ESPN 2 right now, as the uh, Baylor-Hawaii game will be. But South Dakota with the early lead, Garrett, uh, 44-33. They're the lower seed, a 10 playing a 7, but an 11-point first half or uh, no third quarter lead for South Dakota. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive. It, it Usually with the, with these type of games, they're going to be chalk. South Dakota, though, they're a really solid squad. Uh, so I'm not really too surprised. But, you know, at the same time, it's Ole Miss. You expect them to kind of take care of business. But it's March for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on the men's side and on the women's side and uh, some unpredictability. Uh, as you mentioned, a lot of times on the women's side, you do get that chalk. But it is uh, oh. uh, so far right now an 11-point lead for uh, South Dakota over Ole Miss. We'll J-Bo, i got to give you the score. I'm okay, so sorry. Okay, okay. South, South Carolina is up on Howard right now with 237 remaining before the halftime, 40-2. to two. Oh, my gosh. 40, 40 to, two. to two. Is that right? Oh, man. Well, that's the number one overall seed, right, South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, and a 40-2 to two lead 40 in the second to quarter. 40-2. Uh, reminiscent of the Baylor women's uh, 23-0 shutout yeah. of Oklahoma State in the first quarter of that game a week or so ago. Wow, 40-2. to two. All right, keep us updated on that. If that projects out like they're at halftime right now, so the final score would be 80-4. to four. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that's not Man. the case. Oh, Howard. <laughs> You know whose uh, you know whose name I'm going to mention that you'll know his name, but you may not know. He's a graduate of Howard College. You know who, who that is? Who's that? 
Gus Johnson. Are you serious? Yes, Gus, Gus okay. is a proud graduate of Howard. Awesome. I may need to text him right now and say, uh, you might, hey, Now might not be the best time. <laughs> yeah, now is not the time. <laughs> hey, our continuing coverage of uh, Baylor and the NCAA tournament and March Madness brought presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, brought to you in part by Southwest Sports Medicine, Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Hurley Benefits, Twisted Creek National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Handcammer School of Business, and Barnett Contracting. We appreciate these great partners as we continue to cover the Bears, uh, both men and women, in the NCAA tournament. All right, as promised, I want you to hear now from Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach, her first year. This was her formal NCAA press conference yesterday prior to round one tipping off today. Chad Codine, Waco Tribune Herald. Straight, <laughs> straight to questions, just like a regular home game. Um, and and in what ways does it feel like getting ready for a home game? And what ways is there that extra buzz of NCAA tournament for you? You know, I think honestly for us, um, I think we've we've talked about. Obviously, we're in survive and advance mode. Um, we're in a new season with the goal to win six games, um, one at a time. Um, but as far as preparation, you know, we're, we're lucky to be at home. I mean, we're lucky to have a fairly normal routine other than I can promise you had we had control of the schedule today, we would not be practicing when our men are playing. So um, other than that, you know, I think it's been – it's felt normal. It's felt like we've been in our routine. Our players are in class. Um, and so um, that that's comforting. Darby Brown with KWTX. Um, Coach, I know after the, the loss to Texas, you were saying that's a game you just got to flush. Do you feel like the team's been able to do that this week? Yes. Um, I don't think anything anyone was happy with our performance. Um, quite frankly, we're, we're um, just happy Nalissa's healthy, um, that we're going to get full strength, Nalissa, and, and not have um, lingering effects of, you know, that, that collision. Um, and... Uh, you know, I, I don't think anyone feels good about how we played in that game, but I think the reality is um, I, I don't think it took anybody's confidence away from how we've played down the stretch and, you know, that, that we're going to uh, allow one game and the performance in one game to affect how we move forward. Nikki Latarillo with Casey. And what do you see from Hawaii, and how do you make sure that nobody overlooks a 15 seed? Yeah, I, uh, you know, we certainly have treated them like every other scout. Um, in terms of how we prepare, uh, what we work on. Um, we've, we've been very intentional about making sure that um, we go over personnel at a, um, you know, a higher level than we would when you're playing a team for the second or third time where you know their personnel. Um, and so really getting them to understand that, that these guys are here for a reason and uh, we don't care what their seat is. You know, we want to come out and perform at a high level um, you know, and, and know where our strengths are. And, uh, you know, Atwell is the Big West player of the year, fifth-year senior, um, shoots the basketball extremely well, um, and, and they've got a lot of depth. And so because of that, you know, we, we understand, like, what they're good at and what we need to take away and where we need to get the ball offensively. So, you know, we've taken them very seriously. We haven't been sitting there you know, trying to predict who's going to win the other game and, and what we have to guard against with Old Miss or South Dakota. We're, we're going we're gonna to take one game at a time. For at least the last dozen games, uh, people you're playing are, are second or third try against you, and they get to try different things and see if they work and throw them out if they don't. 
now, at least this weekend, that's not the case. Does that, is that play in y'all's favor? You know, I think, um, you know, as we've understood, I mean, the advantage of playing teams for the second or third time is you know what they've done. You know what they've done well. You know what they've struggled against. And so both teams are kind of working off of, of that. Um, I, I think it's still a little bit, you know, when you haven't played an opponent as a coach, um, I don't like guessing, you know, this is what they're going to do. Or, wow, well, they did this against this team, but this team doesn't really look like Baylor. So would they really switch those screens if it's Nalissa or Queen? Would they really? Um, so to some degree, there's uncertainty in terms of, like, when you watch an opponent, um, would they really play that lineup against us? That would mean they have a 5-10-4 player. You know, so you – you don't like the guessing game, um, but I think players like new opponents. I think players enjoy playing against um, different types of players and different types of teams. And so I think for, for us, it's, um, you know, as the game gets started and we identify what are they doing against our ball screens, are they playing a zone? They're, they're, they're a man team, but if you go back and watch them against USC when they felt like they couldn't match up necessarily athletically, they played a lot of zone. Um, and so will we see zone um, because of that, even though through their whole conference and tournament, they've, they've been a predominantly real solid man team. So, I mean, I think there are some of those questions. We just have to read what they do early and be prepared to make adjustments. Um, this is like kind of off topic, but compared to last year, how like the branding was with March Madness this year, it just seems like it's a lot more equal to the men's tournament. How do you feel about that? And do you feel like there's a better job being done this year? Yeah, well, we had a mandatory uh, head coaches uh, call uh, Zoom on Monday um, to go over all the um, all of that, the branding, what they've done um, to try to align it. Obviously, um, with the men being at neutral sites in first and second rounds, there's there's maybe even more branding on the court. Um, they will do digital branding um, during the broadcast because it's a little harder with all these um, home sites to do that, unlike the men's. But I think from there, um, when you when you're talking about regional sites, um, it will be fully in alignment. But yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that you know last year was an eye opener, um, and it's probably. Uh, the beauty of social media, there's a lot of negatives with social media, but I think what this this started um, is good for women's basketball and, and started a narrative about how valuable the women's tournament is um, for the NCAA and how it should be treated as such. So, you know, I think it's exciting um, that, that we went to 68 teams, that, you know, unbelievable playing game last night within Carnet Word and Howard. Um, obviously, Dayton put it on DePaul in that 11 game, but... Um, you know, I think in the future, too, we'll have uh, true, like, play-in venue, too, as opposed to those teams going um, to the host site. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's great for women's basketball. Um, and, you know, if it took, you know, players calling them out. And, uh, because I think it's hard in these first and second rounds to compare apples to apples. But last year when we were talking about two bubble scenarios, like, you were comparing apples and apples, and they weren't. And so... Um, excited to see how you know our, our tournament grows as a result of this. The energy your team brought in that start of the Big 12 tournament against Oklahoma State, especially in that first quarter, is that what you're trying to bottle up and, and get going here tomorrow? Or to, or yeah, tomorrow, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that was – we obviously were coming off the high of, of securing the regular season championship. Um, we had, in, in the last month, 
Oklahoma State was probably the only game we truly played poorly in when we were on the road, found a way to win. Um, but I think we were motivated by the fact that we didn't play well um, in that game and it was closer than it should have been. So, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, we've got players that this is their last run. You know, this is their last run in a Baylor uniform. And so I think they're motivated, um, that group, to go out the way they started. Um, and, you know, honestly, they haven't been in this environment since their freshman year um, with a host site because the tournament got canceled their sophomore year. It was a bubble last year. So I think their goal is to bookend their freshman and senior years, um, you know, hopefully with championships. So I, I think they just want to play well. Um, I, th I think they know that if we're clicking on all cylinders that we can compete with anybody in the country. So uh, we're just going to take it one game at a time. Mandy Knight, Fox 44. Uh, obviously, you know, Nalissa, you know, she was a freshman when they played in that national championship game. But, you know, when you have a player like Nalissa Smith or Caitlin Bickle with those leadership qualities uh, before going into this first game of the tournament, I mean, do you maybe pull them aside and, and give them any extra special, like, message to say, hey, like, you, you guys know what it's like to be in this environment or, or, or any kind of um, thing that you try and get them to spread their knowledge or is that something they already do? Yeah, I think it's just been part of this season. You know, it's it's new staff. Um, certainly, we had players come in from other programs. And, you know, as much as, you know, there, there's been success here and significant success, when you look at the number of returning players on this roster, there's at this point only four, you know. And so, um, you know, and, and Jaden didn't play a lot. Um, Sarah didn't play a lot last year at this time. And, and so, you know, I think it's up to, and I should say five, my math was really bad there. Um, you know, and so I, th I think they've had to show leadership all year. Um, and they've had to lead in different ways. You know, Caitlin's got a, a big voice and is a great communicator and gets people on the same page um, when we're on the court. And, you know, she, she knows what we do and why we do it and where everyone's supposed to be. You know, Nalissa's way of leading is, is putting the ball in the basket a lot of times, getting rebounds, putting the ball in the basket and taking the pressure off her teammates, you know, until they get going. I mean, she takes a big um, load on her shoulders that way of, of kind of leading us, you know, with the ball in her hands. And so there, there's just different parts of that, you know. I mean, I'm happy that even as long as Jordan was at Alabama, at least last year, you know, they made their first NCAA tournament during her career there. So she at least had a taste of the NCAA tournament and what that can mean. Certainly not a two seed and certainly weren't playing at home. Um, but, you know, I'm just hoping and challenging, you know, Waco, the Waco community that that they come out and support this team tomorrow and and hopefully again on Sunday. From the Alan Samuels Dodge think, Chrysler Jeep Ram um, Studios, you know, this is KRZI I Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central that, Texas. You know, we can do the same thing here at the Farrell Center and, and take advantage. You know, like maybe our game has hit the point where we should be at neutral sites in first and second rounds, but until we are, you know, having one of those top four seeds should matter, you know, so we need to take advantage of that um, by having a true home court advantage. All righty, more questions from here. If not, we will go to Zoom, and uh, we've got Andrew Miner with our Daily Bears. Coach, again, congrats on uh, having this seed. I was, you know, a little curious just when you looked at the at the bracket, um, there's a potential Sweet 16 matchup with Michigan, not asking you to look that far ahead, but from in December to now, just how far has your team come? Yeah, I, I think the fans should be able to answer that one. Like, I think we've come a long way. I don't think we look like the same team. I don't think we move like the same team. 
Um, and I think there were things that we were doing well in December. It wasn't like I didn't think we were a good team in December. I just think we're a more complete team. We're more balanced. We understand, um, you know, I, I think in December we were force feeding the ball to Nalissa in bad situations at times, um, as opposed to getting to the point where we understand that we want to make the right play. Um, and the right play is the most open player. And um, it doesn't mean we're not going to get Nalissa a lot of shots. And there are times when we're just going to feed her and feed her and feed her. But I think at that point, you know, we just didn't have as good enough balance. Um, I don't think, you know, even our defensively that we were we were in alignment as well as we needed to be in terms of like, who are we defensively um, in terms of our ball screen coverages? What are we best at? It takes time to figure out with every team you know, what you're going to what you're going to be best at, you know, with your personnel. And so, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways we we've come a long way offensively and defensively and and we take great care of the ball now. You know, I think we've learned to part of not turning it over is we aren't forcing it where it doesn't need to be. So um, when you make the easy pass, it's a lot easier to not not give it to the other team. That is Nikki Collin, Baylor's first-year women's basketball coach, has her team as a number two seed in the NCAA tournament opening play. About one hour from right now, 3 o'clock tip-off in the Farrell Center for Baylor, a two-seed versus 15th-seed Hawaii. The broadcast beginning with the countdown to tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning at the bottom of the hour, 2.30. All right, take a break. Uh, back to the men's side we go when we come back. We'll be joined by Wes Durham of the ACC Network. Get his thoughts on Baylor's second-round opponent, the North Carolina Tar Heels, in a game that comes up from Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth tomorrow morning. We've got that when we come back. Glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon from the Allen Samuels Studios. John Morris, Garrett Ross, we're brought to you in part by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at D'Amore Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop D'Amore Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. 
When it comes to filling out your brackets, look for a winning team. The Baylor Online MBA is ranked number eight in the nation by poets and quants. Advance your career to the next round. Check out all of Baylor's MBA programs, the online MBA from anywhere, the full-time MBA for early career, or the executive MBA meeting one weekend a month in Dallas at baylor.edu slash MBA. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor and North Carolina State both had big games in round one and will face off with each other tomorrow in Fort Worth with an 11 a.m. tip-off. Our coverage will begin at 9 a.m. with game time live on ESPN Central Texas. Biggest upset of the day saw St. Peter's knock out Kentucky. Four more Big 12 teams in tournament play today, Tech, ECU, Texas, and Iowa State. Baylor women at home today in round one of the NCAA tournament with Hawaii. Baylor baseball starts a weekend series in Big 12 play with TCU at Baylor Ballpark tonight at 6.30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball also at home this weekend in a series with Midneath State tonight at 6 on 101.3 FM. UMHB baseball has a home series with UT Dallas starting at 6 today. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show live from the NCAA basketball tournament. Now, with the Bears on the road to the Final Four. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show. A little bit earlier than normal on this Friday afternoon. Earlier for a good reason, women's basketball on the air. The countdown to tip-off, bottom of the hour. Tip-off, 3 o'clock here in Waco for the Baylor women, the number two seed in uh, this regional, these first two rounds, taking on Hawaii this afternoon. As we said, back to the men's side. Uh, great CBS uh, theme music there. If I had I knew what it was, ACC theme music, I would have used that because our next guest is a man who has his finger on the pulse of all things ACC. ACC Network, Packer and Durham in the mornings on Sirius XM. It is the lovely and talented Wes Durham who joins us now, and I uh, appreciate your time this afternoon. How you doing, young man? Always good, good to hear good. your voice. I like that young. That's good. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I'm probably interrupting your basketball watching a little bit right now. No, believe it or not, I just drove from uh, Charlotte, where we do our daily show for ACC Network. I just drove back home to my house in Georgia to spend the weekend with Vicky, and uh, so all good. I just got out of the car and 
Glad to be able to catch up with you for sure. Fantastic. Appreciate it. Great to see you in uh, Winston-Salem back in December. That was a lot of yeah. fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was quick. Too quick. I'm sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> it was quick, but it was fun. Hey, my thought with uh, asking you to be on is Baylor's playing North Carolina tomorrow, sure. second round of the NCAA tournament. Get your read on these Tar Heels. Give us a good scouting report. Uh, one thing I've seen is uh, yeah, a little bit hard to believe. It's, it's the first meeting ever between Baylor and North Carolina. You know, John, does that surprise you as much as it does me? Because it astounds I, I, me. It really does. Yeah. I mean, the the ACC is intersected with the Southwest Conference and certainly the Big 12 since Baylor joined that league. And, you know, and I know they've played in football certainly a couple of years yep, ago yep. At, uh, in Orlando, but it is really hard to believe that these two have not played basketball. And uh, we commented on it on our show this morning on on ACC Network about it because – it's just two schools that you kind of think, well, at some point they've had to have played, right? And the fact that tomorrow at uh, at noon Eastern is the first meeting is really surprising, to be honest yeah. with you. I agree completely. Uh, give us a read on North Carolina. Uh, 25 wins on the year, second yeah. in the ACC regular season. What what are we in for uh, facing up against facing off against them tomorrow? Well, you know, John, it's an interesting team because I would tell you a month ago they kind of bottomed out. In mm-hmm. fact, a month ago today they lost to Pittsburgh at home, and they lost by like 14 points, and they didn't play very well at all. And, of course, Pittsburgh not a particularly strong team in the ACC. But that night Carolina just did not play well. Uh, they didn't guard anybody. Pitt hit a lot of shots. Carolina four shooting night. And, ironically, at the end of the night, Carolina was kind of left staring in the mirror with themselves as much as they had been beaten by Pittsburgh because that was a game on a Wednesday night. And the following Saturday, they played Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. And from that point on, I I think a lot of things about this basketball team changed. They beat Virginia Tech. They defended pretty well. They certainly hit shots. Um, They didn't hit as many as they hit yesterday. Um, And yesterday may have been a bit of a perfect storm against VCU, I mean, against Marquette. Um, because I think like Shaka Smart has done in so many places, he elected to play Havoc. And and the way you do that against Carolina, if you don't get Carolina trapped, they handle the ball well enough with Davis and Love and certainly Leaky Black that, that they don't have a problem hitting the open man. And you saw probably a good that yesterday in Fort Worth too. I mean, they if, if the trap was not set by Marquette early, then the next thing you know, Carolina's got a wide-open shot. Now, they knocked most of them down yesterday. I don't think it'll be that easy tomorrow because I think Coach Drew's got a, a really good basketball team. Even with some of your injuries, I still think Baylor is a is a more than qualified and formidable opponent, and I think Carolina's going to have their hands full. Um, I think some of the matchups will be interesting to watch. You've got a very talented on-ball defender in Leaky Black. Uh, but Carolina tends to go, and this is kind of scary, Carolina tends to go the way Caleb Love shoots the basketball. And it, it, it is that simplistic at times. If Love has 20 or more, Carolina has a really good day. If he doesn't, then it can become a little indifferent. And Baycott has been incredibly consistent, as you can tell from the numbers. And Manic has been a perfect fit for what Carolina does. And, and I know you saw him at Oklahoma and right. are probably not surprised that he's had the success in Chapel Hill that he's had. But he came along at the right time, and he has kind of grown. And the way Carolina's grown as a basketball team, in short, has been because of the maturity of somebody like Brady Manick, I think, giving them the one thing they needed, which was an older guy who was just a good basketball player, not a dynamic athlete, just a good basketball player 
who could score it when they needed to. And it's really, really worked out well for Hubert Davis. And win or lose tomorrow, Hubert Davis has done, a, I think, a very, very admirable job in year one following Roy Williams. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to Brady Manick. We saw him at Oklahoma. And, in, in mm-hmm. fact, when I'd heard that he had transferred, a grad transfer, I just couldn't picture him in Carolina blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'd seen him for four sure. years at Oklahoma. But, man, what a game he had yesterday. 28 points, 11 rebounds, 5 of 10 from three-point range. And that's a that's a big guy. What is he, 6'8", six, 6'9", nine, six, six, nine, out there shooting threes? Well, and the thing about it is, and, and you know this probably from when he was at OU, He's a tough matchup because of his size and his skill set on the perimeter, right? I mean, you just can't put a 6'4 guy out there and hope for the best. And, you know, he his defense probably leaves something to be desired, but his offensive IQ is really, really high, and he makes things happen for him. And I think he's a – I hate to use the term glue guy because that implies he touches the ball a lot. And mm-hmm. he's – you know, but he affects the game with his IQ. And – you know, he seems to know where to go on the floor. An interesting conversation I had with Hubert Davis prior to the Virginia Tech game about him, and Hubert had just made a comment about how honored he was to coach Brady Manick and how much he enjoyed having him in his in his first team. And I said, well, what was it about him that was just a good fit? And he said, because of his personality as much as his skill, we just felt like he was a really good fit for our players. And I think he, and you know this, he played for a terrific coach in Lon Kruger, right? I mean, just a great coach. And I think a lot of the residuals of Lon Kruger's teachings have paid off for him in in being with Hubert Davis. I think Manic has kind of also helped Armando Baycott settle in to have a really, really good year. And to me, tomorrow, it'll be interesting to see how Baylor, given some of your injuries inside, you know, how that uh, affects Baycott and what he's able to do, because He's a pretty skilled collegiate player. Um, the double-double thing is, is certainly a big part of it. But, you know, he, he is a guy who at times can, can dominate a game if he's not taken care of. Yeah, Baycott 17-10 and 10 yesterday, his 26th double-double yeah. on the year. I, I was We were sitting there watching that game yesterday, and uh, Pat Nunley and I were both just saying, who is this guy? Because I'm sorry, to be honest, you know, I just really hadn't noticed him. Mm-hmm. And then look at his stats. The Cat has 26 double-doubles. Yeah, he's three off of Tim Duncan's ACC record for double-doubles in the season. Duncan wow. had 29 double-doubles as a senior at Wake Forest. And Baycott has done it in all shapes and sizes. You know, John, you've probably noted this. He's had four games of 20 rebounds or more. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, he can he can absolutely terrorize a game. Uh, and I thought yesterday one of the bigger pieces, if Carolina doesn't hit shots, I still think they win the game because Marquette was such a poor rebounding basketball team. And, and even though, you know, Roy Williams is retired and Hubert Davis has taken over, Carolina still knows how to rebound the basketball. So – when they can control the glass a little bit and they don't get too careless with it. That's the other thing, to be honest with you, that I think Baylor's probably got to hope they can do tomorrow is turn Carolina over Uh, because they can get loose with the basketball, and when they do, typically they find themselves in a little bit of trouble too. West Durham, our guest, ACC Network, uh, closing in on 600 shows. 
what is it, 588 <laughs> now with uh, Packer yeah. Durham. <laughs> I enjoy tuning in to you guys and uh, oh, get an ACC thanks. fix every once in a while. Baylor in North Carolina tomorrow with Baycott. Uh, we've got Flo Thamba, uh, 611 yeah. guy in the middle, but that's really it as far as a, a true post player. When he goes out, uh, Jeremy Sohan slides over there, but he doesn't have the size, doesn't quite have that length. So I think that's going to be a real interesting matchup to watch in the post tomorrow. Yeah, I think so too. And then, you know, to me, R.J. Davis is going to handle the ball a lot for Carolina tomorrow. Um, and if you're Baylor, you don't want that. You want to get it out of his hands and, believe it or not, maybe put it in the hands of Caleb Love because Love is not nearly as um, as secure a ball handler, if you will, as, as R.J. Davis is. And I think that uh, – I think Caleb Love shot it great yesterday, and as I said earlier, I think that's a big piece of it. Carolina, the other thing, too, John, I would add in this is they're not particularly deep. I mean, you can look at the sheet. You look at their conference minutes, and really it boils down to about six and a half guys. I mean, they bring Puff Johnson off the bench and, and maybe one more, and that's about it. Uh, Hubert, I jokingly told somebody, Hubert Davis has, has cut that rotation down like Mike Krzyzewski. I mean, he's got it down to, you know, <laughs> right. six and a half. I mean, he's already into the Duke Carolina thing. He and Shire, I, I told John Shire before the Duke Carolina game in Durham, I said, you've seen Hubert, he's taking a page out of y'all's book. He's only playing six and a half guys. And he started laughing like, you're unbelievable. I said, I'm just telling you, the influence y'all have on each other is remarkable. So, I um I don't I, I think foul trouble is a real problem for Carolina. It, it sidetracked them in the first Duke game when Baycott got two in the first three minutes. Um, and then I would take a I would tell you this too. Baylor reminds me with their defensive intensity a lot of Virginia Tech okay. and the way that Mike Young has the Hokies playing right now. And I to be honest with you, I thought Virginia Tech dictated the ball game last Friday night in Brooklyn in the ACC against Carolina as well as anybody has all year. And that would be my biggest concern tomorrow if I'm a Carolina fan is how do you handle, you know, what Baylor is going to throw at you at the defensive end of the floor. And you know this, I mean, certainly the Bear fans know that's the part of the operation that I don't think gets nearly enough credit nationally is how good they can be defensively, not just game by game, but night in and night out. I I think it's the real constant, and I think you showed it in this event last year as to how good you can be night in, night out defensively. Yeah, it's crucial. I mean, for Baylor to win, that has to be a staple every night. Mm-hmm. Final final question for you. I'll let you go in to see Miss Vicky. Um, <laughs> uh, you mentioned Virginia Tech. They play Texas tomorrow. That That is an interesting matchup, and there are a lot of people that are thinking Texas won't get past the Hokies tomorrow. I will say this. Um, Virginia Tech proved last week in Brooklyn that not only are they capable, they're an older basketball team, clearly by today's standards. They'd be old compared to like when you and I started watching <laughs> right. Um but, uh, but Mike Young is a really, really, really good basketball coach and has been for a long time. The problem is he spent 18 years as head coach at Wofford in the Southern Conference, John, and you know how that works. Nobody knew how good he yeah. was, right? Yeah. Um, but he is a really good basketball coach. They are very good defensively, and they have a lot of pieces that I think will cause Texas problems. I don't think the Horns finish the season, as I understand it very well from reading some of the material. Um, But I will tell you this, they've got guys that can shoot it. They have five starters who can all shoot threes. Let's just put it that way. And they won't shoot an abnormal number of threes, 
But what they will do is they run some of the Princeton flex and things like that, and teams will ultimately leave guys standing wide open for shots. And uh, they've got this one kid who plays guard, Storm Murphy, who played for Young at Wofford. He's from Middleton, Wisconsin. He looks like – well, they got another kid from Edmond, Oklahoma, Sean Padula. He looks like his mom just dropped him off at the game. Um, but the Storm Murphy kid is the heart and soul of that team. He plays with an edge and an intensity as an undersized point guard. But last week in Brooklyn, he was the reason they were as good as they were. And, you know, Hunter Couture hit six threes against Duke last Saturday night, and that was all she wrote for the Blue Devils. So I, I think Texas will have their hands full against Virginia Tech for sure. Good info, man. It's great to talk to you. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time today, and uh, stay in touch. We'll see you down the road. John, look forward to it as always. Great to hear from you, my friend, and be well. Okay, safe Thank travel. Thank you, man. I appreciate your you work. Bet. Thanks very much. Yep. That is the great Wes Durham with us, Wes uh, ACC Network. You can catch uh, regular shows there on the ACC Network. Packer and Durham closing in on 600 shows, those two guys together on a morning show uh, covering college athletics, primarily the a- a- ACC. All right, uh, Garrett, let's take a break here. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Moment, final segment when we come back. John Morris Show. Then we'll get you to the Farrell Center for uh, the countdown to tip-off of Baylor and Hawaii women's basketball. First-round game in the Farrell Center tips at 3 p.m. this afternoon. Take a break. Be right back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Oh, man, things are happening at the Baylor Club. Things are always hopping there. A lot of great activities as we continue through March into April, into the spring. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. You can always give them a call to ask about uh, a reservation, reserving a room, ask about membership. Give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location, and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. 
Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. With this final segment, wrap things up, hand things off to Derek and Sophia in the Farrell Center. Countdown to tip-off is next. Live from the Farrell Center, Baylor women's basketball opening NCAA tournament play against Hawaii. Tip-off is at the top of the hour. Hey, our uh, coverage of March Madness here on ESPN Central Texas presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Also brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting. Baylor's Hand Camera School of Business, Automatic Chef Canteen, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Twisted Creek National Land Partners, Hurley Benefits, Uncle Dan's, and Southwest Sports Medicine. Four uh, Big 12 men's schools in action today. Uh, Tech at Montana State is underway right now on TNT. A little bit later, 3.30, Texas versus Virginia Tech from Milwaukee. At uh, 6.20 tonight, Iowa State versus LSU. That's on TBS. And then tonight at 8.57, it's TCU and Seton Hall on True TV. The game prior to the women's game, the Baylor women's game, is uh, now into the fourth quarter. In fact, 2.56 to play. And South Dakota continues to lead Ole Miss by 11. Now 12, 68-56 is the score. So South Dakota looking as a 10th seed to advance into a second-round matchup with the winner of the Baylor-Hawaii game coming up. Hey, we're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior services and products to meet your financial needs. Garrett, thank you very much. Thanks for making things work. We're going to wrap things up from here and head to the Farrell Center for the Baylor women. Garrett, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, Everybody, enjoy the weekend of March Madness.